All right, we are live on the internet. Let's uh, let's hop right into this. What I want our audience to know is that after complaining to me that I might need to be a few minutes late starting the podcast because I'm suffering from um, the gentleman's disease of diarrhea, Maggie then was unable to start on time because someone dropped the plate. Is that uh, is that correct, Margaret? Yeah, my sister dropped a, a glass plate in the kitchen, and mm -hmm. it, you know, had to help her clean it up. Right. <laughs> so let's let's uh let's kind of clear up what exactly what has happened here. I, as a, a person who suffers from the disability of diarrhea, basically, I'm no different than someone in a wheelchair <laughs> due to diarrhea. Actually, probably I have it worse than people in wheelchairs. Those people need to suck it up. They don't have to fucking walk anywhere. But um, <laughs> so I'm suffering with a very terrible affliction. And somehow you have no sympathy for that. But if you drop a fucking $600 glass plate in your giant mansion, you can't be on time for the fucking podcast. Because, God forbid, there's one fucking bit of glass on the floor. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, bitch. That's fucked up. Yeah, Are you not in your bedroom again? No, I'm in my brother's room because it's it's at the farther end of the house so no one can, like, hear me. And, you know, my room is, so, like, right in the middle of the house. You're afraid they're going to hear the, the filth you talk about on the podcast? Yeah, you know, my parents have asked me, like, so many times. They're like, we can we listen to your podcast? We really want to hear it. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm ever going to let them listen to it. I'm going to send them a link. I'm going to, I'm going to cut out the, the middleman, which is you. <laughs> and I'm going to send your parents a link to the podcast and let oh. them out. So Maggie, it's been a few weeks since we spoke. I've been very busy and uh, you've been cleaning up plates and various other things that fall on the floor. So uh, mm -hmm. what have you been up to? You saw Mike Gordon recently, did you not? I did. I saw him. Let's see. When did I see him? On That's the 17th of February last month. So I don't need your life story. Ago, get, like that, get, get down to the nitty gritty. Um, well, gee, what do you want to know? Well, how was it? How did you get there? Did you really get to good. meet Mike? What types of interactions did you have? I did. Okay. So I, I drove, um, it took me about an hour to get up there. Oh, by the way, um, for our listeners who don't know this, and if you don't fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Mike Gordon is the bass player for the American jam band known as fish. All right, please go ahead, Maggie. Yeah. So I drove up there. I took a friend who, you know, it's, it's hard when you're, you know, a seven an 18 year old girl who likes this kind of music because mm -hmm. no one else likes this kind of music but i took one of my good friends who i thought he might enjoy the music because mm -hmm. mike is more you know like sort of more pop oriented right. and he's like he's he's good he's really good and mm -hmm. so yeah i we drove up there together and it was let's see sort of in downtown la sort of okay. near koreatown so it was like in a bit of a shady area which was i think made it more fun um and at one point we got completely lost walking in downtown la as the sun was going down and there were lots of like street vendors and people walking around and i was like 
I was very nervous, but my friend was not. So I think that was good. Now, what and you... I lost. Go okay, ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, please. Oh, I, I completely like lost my car in a parking structure. And for like 20 minutes, I was running Jesus around Christ. like sweating my ass off, running up and down, like crying. I couldn't find this thing. I was like, oh, and then eventually I found my car. But uh, it was it was it was rough. I was very distressed for the first half of the trip. I think it was very, I wouldn't recommend it. Now coming from your very privileged life, what do you consider like a shady area? Like, did you see one non-white person near the venue? <laughs> no, no, no. There was near the venue itself. It was actually a really quiet street. Um, and I think, it, I think there was like a senior living community, like mm -hmm. right across, like there was like an apartment building that was for like 55 and up, which I thought was super cool. That's where, that's um, where I live, by the way. I saw you there. <laughs> Cornbread <laughs> acres. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So home, no, it was, that was cool. <laughs> and there was like this cute little, like, like a bodega thing, which is, and maybe that's like culturally insensitive of me to call it cute. Like is, is someone from like the New York times going to like attack me in an opinion post if I call a bodega cute? Um, I don't really know. Like that, that, that is an aside. Like bodegas are like sort of mostly like the lore of New York city. And I don't, yeah really understand like why people love them so much like oh hey instead of like a good convenience store we have this extremely shitty convenience store where everything costs like twice as much and mm -hmm. also there's like 48 cats who live there none of them who have all four of their legs or both of their <laughs> eyes but you can yeah. get like an empanada at four o'clock in the morning when you're completely coked up after like the vice party so like <laughs> apparently like that makes yeah it's extremely good but i'm always like dude like i i like 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 sometimes shitty bars or shitty restaurants or whatever but like i yeah i don't necessarily like understand what is charming about like mm. an inferior quality product where the prices suck and it's full of fucked up diseased <laughs> animals yeah i don't know i <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can even comment on that because I'm not. That's not love, I'm even used. I love to. my bodega dog. I um. Anyway, let's. I we can talk maybe about some New York Times or Brooklyn shit in a minute. Okay. But please, please. Back go to ahead. that. Cornbread it was acres. very fun. Okay. Uh, Cornbread Acres. It was very fun. I was like, we were like one of the first people to get there, so we mm -hmm. were like in line and um. Yeah, it was the the venue itself was really nice. It was very very clean and very like well organized. Like that's what I really appreciate in a venue is are there trash cans around for you to throw shit away and mm -hmm. is there a bathroom that is available? And there were both of those things. I believe um, by law all clean. venues have to have both those things by the way. Yes, I understand, but sometimes they're not always very accessible or visible or you know like there's not a lot of them. Um, I met some really cool people who were from the same town as I'm from and, mm -hmm. uh, we talked and like now we're friends on Facebook. They were like a, a couple who's like a couple years older than I am and they were really, really nice. And then, I mean, yeah, the show was great. We were like up close to the front and I made eye contact with Scott Moraski like twice. And that mm -hmm. was like my, my whole life just came to an end right there. I was like, wow, this is so cool. This this man is making he smiled back at me which looking back 
I think is a little strange because some people said that they got really creepy vibes from him because he uh-huh. stands to the side and kind of like looks down at all the like chicks who are dancing in the front. And I, I didn't realize that until later. Um, but you know, that, that, that's, that's what I'm into. So, well, I'd like to say for starters, that doesn't surprise me because you know how white men are, yeah. but you know, you have uh speaking of Scott Morawski making eye contact with you, you have tweeted and referenced lately um wanting a boyfriend. Yeah. And I am I'm here to say I'm not gonna fucking have that shit, Margaret. You <laughs> will stay in your fucking room. You will not talk to any boys, and you will not make eye contact with Scott Moravsky, whoever the fuck he is, that creepy-ass white pervert. <laughs> yeah, I guess... You know who I did? Okay, I think the, the highlight of the show was I spoke to um, John Morgan Kimmick, who's the drummer, mm-hmm. and the son of... what's who, who, Who's his dad? Steve Kimmock? Kimmock? Steve? Yes. Kimmock? Is that yes. how you say it? Yes, that is Kimmock. the correct way to say it. Yes, Steve Kimmock. All right. So I, I spoke to John Morgan Kimmock, and Johnny he Kimmock. is cute. Very, very, very cute. He's probably he's probably in his early 30s, okay. and he's very funny, and I followed him on Instagram, and he was just, like, very sweet. And I spoke to him after the show, and I said, I love your Instagram, and I think you're adorable, and you're a very talented drummer. And he was like, thank you so much. And then oh, you make me sick. <laughs> and then, so what I had printed this picture um, that if people who follow me on Twitter are, they probably know about. And it was this meme that I had seen earlier in the day. And this kid was like, it, it, it had, had like, it was a very like obscure kind of meme. Okay. Um, and it said, yeah, I like ass. And then underneath it, there was like an acrostic like poem type thing that spelled out ass. And it said, after school snacks that spelled out ass mm-hmm. and the kid in the picture looked like mike gordon in the 90s with his hair and like sunglasses and so i printed out a picture of that and i wanted to show it to mike and so i showed it to john morgan kimock and i was like does this look like mike gordon to you and he was like is it not mike gordon is that not him and i was like no it's not it's some fucking kid in the meme and um and then so I showed it to Mike when I went up to the table and like talked to him and uh he was <laughs> he looked at it for a good ten seconds probably trying to figure out what the fuck I was showing him. And um uh, that kind of made my whole night. Because you, you confused Mike Gordon with memes. Yeah. I um also shout out to Alyssa, who I finally met. Alyssa, I don't know what's her at. I don't even know. I have so many Is she one of the fish on. thoughts? Is she a fish thought? Maybe. Uh, no, she's adorable. Um, I don't think I follow her, but like she's I the one who like posts stuff, like thotty stuff, right? About her butt and boobs and <laughs> she... stuff. <laughs> I guess so, but she's also really funny, and uh, <laughs> I like her a lot. And we got to meet each other. And okay. um, yeah, and she was standing like right behind me as I met Mike and was talking to him and shook his hand and yeah i've never met Alyssa, clearly... but i'd like to uh i'd like to speak to Alyssa right now okay Alyssa, cover yourself up for christ's sake <laughs> put on some goddamn clothes that's right. so that's so mean um okay yeah so 
that's it. I mean, it was fun. I had a good time. I met Mike. I was like elated for two days after that. And mm-hmm. then my life went back to normal and I was a depressed piece of shit. So it's pretty much nice. How it goes. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's <laughs> talk about some things. First, right. I had to work um, 12 straight days in a row again. Jeez. Oh my God. And it's definitely um, killing me. Mm-hmm. And so I've come to a decision. I'm going to announce it here. I like to save all my important decisions for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I am going to cut my own head off with a guillotine. <laughs> cool. Yes. Do I get to watch? Are you going to sell tickets? Are you going to live Ooh. stream it? Are you going to? No, because then I'm going to be dead. I can't make any fucking money from it. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not letting you have any goddamn money, you rich piece of shit. You'll just, mm. you'll just spend it buying tube tops for Alyssa. <laughs> I actually have no idea who this person is, but I've created a narrative that Alyssa is a thought who wears tube tops, and it's now true. I I don't even know. I don't know if that's true. I think um, it's true. Based on the fact that I don't know who the person is and I've never met them, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's true. <laughs> Uh, so how 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 has your work week been? So I'm Both just fucking tired all the time. This is a riveting content, <laughs> by the way. This is like the worst podcast we've ever done already. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I've had diarrhea for the last four days. I need electrolytes so bad. Yeah. What do you? Okay. You know what? I don't think we've ever actually spoken about this because I would just like to say I had a really good week in terms of like health and feeling good. I took care of myself. I exercised like three times Mm -hmm. this week and I ate amazing and I feel great. I wanted to ask you, Maddie, what is your average, like what is your average uh, meal intake? What would you say that you eat on a daily basis? I would say that probably I eat, like a terrible lunch. And please be honest with me. Yeah, okay. and, and like and like normally like a normal dinner. So like typically in the morning, I'm not like a very much of a morning person and I'm mm-hmm. barely awake until like I don't know, roughly 6 p.m. And so <laughs> like sometimes I'll have breakfast but usually not. So mm-hmm. normally like what I try and do is for lunch, I have like my tried and true lunch which is that I will get two McChicken sandwiches. Because the McChicken is 360 calories. So if you have two McChickens, <laughs> you've only had 720 calories. Oh and then I'll have like some type of like fairly normal dinner, like chicken breast or steak or pasta or something like that. So it's like I don't necessarily eat terribly, although like right. I should I should not eat fast food for lunch. Just because, like, even if I'm not consuming a lot of calories, like, it's not good, clean food. And that's probably why, like, my stomach is like a fucking maelstrom of hate and death, like, at all times. So, like, people are having, like, normal conversations with me. And all I'm thinking about is taking a shit. (laughs) That's horrible. You know, we're having like a meeting in the morning and they're like, oh, yeah, revenue is up and yada, yada, yada. And you've done a really good job reaching out to these clients and yada, yada, yada. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great, dude. I'm going to absolutely just fucking (laughs) shit my pants as soon as this meeting is done. (laughs) I'm going to be playing Angry Birds Friends on the toilet 
being very, very careful yeah. because the toilet seat in my office like slides a little bit from side to side. And I have like this very, Ooh. very like serious fear that like one day it's gonna like trap my balls and like I'm gonna get like <laughs> Like, I'm just gonna absolutely just like smash my own balls like with my whole body weight. <laughs> I'm gonna die. It's gonna get like trapped under the seat, and they're like they're gonna have to come get me. Like I'll be like on the floor of the fucking bathroom with like my fucked up balls just absolutely like decimated. And I'm like I'm like oh, oh. like moaning. They have to probably come get me and put me on a stretcher, and they'll be like poop on the stretcher. And I won't even care because my fucking balls will be smashed. Is that you? You you've like completely thought out an entire scenario oh, in that, your head. That fucking toilet is a fucking. It's just an accident waiting to happen. Like I'm so scared of our work toilet that it's is this sp- is this in like your your own office or is this like a like a public use? Like, are there? No, it's. It, like I mean, one- it's. It's it's in our office. So I mean, the the other people in the office use it, but it, like it's it's not a public bathroom, in the oh, sense okay. that like and you walk down one, the hall of it, some building. Is it is it one toilet in a, in a room or are there stalls? No, there's stalls? there's one toilet. So if you're in there for forty five minutes, everyone knows who it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> and do you not have any shame about that? Listen, when you got to go, you got to go. I mean, I'm fighting for my life in there trying to preserve my balls and also get three stars on all the Angry Birds friends levels. I got a fucking lot going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got a lot to worry about. Shame. I can't afford the luxury of shame when there's so much much riding on my bathroom activity. What about the fat Asian guy? How's uh, oh Christ for fucking Christ's sake! Now that dude, like, I go through like bouts like where I have like a bad tummy like this weekend or whatever. Yeah. Like that dude perpetually <laughs> has like the most fucked up stomach, and he is like a five year old. Like I have to remind him <laughs> not to do stuff, and he eats so much and like so much like weird stuff and like you literally have to talk to him like he's a child so like at the last trade show at the trade show we'd gone to the week before he yeah, yeah, yeah. like no joke like a plate that was just bacon he just piled like greasy bacon <laughs> on a plate and maggie i swear to god this motherfucker ate a pound of bacon and so like we're at the booth oh my god and he was just like oh <laughs> And he just he disappears for like an hour, like he fucking shit out his kidneys, and like he just came back. He's like, dude, that that was so fucked up. Like I can't eat like that. Like, dude, don't let me eat that much bacon. So like we go to the show the following weekend, and it's just he and I, and like of course, like I don't know what it is about trade shows or just buffet style breakfast. Like basically, all there is is like eight blueberries and a fucking like sink full of bacon <laughs> and then coffee jesus christ so like this motherfucker like again like just absolutely <laughs> fucking piles a mountain of fucking bacon on his plate like so much that like one of the ladies who works for the trade organization <laughs> like said something to him about it she's like, <laughs> she's like that's for everybody which <laughs> <laughs> is fucking awesome Imagine, imagine <laughs> yeah, eating so much from a giant fucking buffet where there's like three 
like full fucking like serving trays of everything. Imagine grabbing yeah. so much that someone who works there who doesn't even have anything to do with food has to be like, come on, dude. Other motherfuckers yeah, yeah, are yeah. eat that shit. <laughs> so I see him with all this stuff and I'm like, dude, you can't eat all that fucking bacon. Do you remember what happened? And uh Oh my god. Have we not talked since this trade show where he fucking shit his pants? Yeah, we, you talked about that last time. Okay, yeah. So that's what happened again. He, went, he, fucking, he like went back to the hotel room? Yeah, he yeah. He back. ate another like fucking pound of bacon and literally fucking shit his pants. He had to go okay. back. He had to, I had to like be alone at the fucking booth for like an hour and a half because he had to go fucking change his underwear <laughs> from fucking dookie stains. Why does this guy still work for the company? I don't know. Have you not told your supervisors or your boss or anything? Like, this guy's bowel habits are like literally causing him to miss work. It's it's insane. He's not on the clock while he's doing this, is he? Oh yeah, he's on the clock. This motherfucker. So he's getting paid. So he's getting paid to go back to his hotel room and and change his underwear. Yeah. That's fucked up, Maddie. That is fucked. You're up. telling me, dude. Tell I'm fucking. Someone. I'm earning my money the hard way by trying not to have diarrhea, and he's fucking changing his underwear. Oh my god! But like, who he sounds? Thinks... He sounds like a child. Yeah. He is a child. I tell him that all the time. I'm like, you're a fucking five year old, dude. I have to tell you not to eat a fucking pound of bacon for fucking breakfast. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're 30 years old, dude. And he does he think it's just funny like when you tell him that? He I, just kind of laughs. I mean, kind of like I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> like I don't know what goes on in this kid's head mm. that like he perpetually like wants to do things that cause him to eat like all the bacon in the world, and like he is like obsessed with like gross food. So like mm. he sort of eats the way that maybe you secretly suspect I eat. And I actually don't yeah. like I eat reasonably normally or I, I at least make an effort to like right. uh, we had to set up the booth at the trade show this past weekend. And mm -hmm. I get there and he is sitting in like the cargo van, like where some of like the, the goods are and stuff that we're going to transport into the venue. Mm -hmm. Like a copier paper box, you know, like okay. one of those things that like they put reams of paper in and there's like he stopped he loves Costco food, which I know like that sort of thing. People are like, ah, oh, Costco food's so good. It's cheap, but like, it's fucking gross, dude. It's just yeah. that you can get like a big ass hot dog and a drink for like a buck or whatever. Right. So, like, he went to Costco before I got over there and bought like a thing of chili and like two fucking hot dogs and a churro <laughs> and then just ate like fucking all of it and just had absolute like, so same thing, like we're like setting up this booth. There's no one even there, at least, thank God. And like he had to like disappear and just absolutely like fucking empty his loose ass because eating like fucking chili and hot dogs. And then like the next day at the trade show, like when all of us are there, we're trying to figure out like what we're gonna get for lunch. Mm -hmm. And there's like an American sports bar there and like a stir fry place and some other stuff. And we're all talking about like normal food to eat, and he's like I could run and get us all food at Costco. <laughs> and I'm like, no. For one, like, I know how fucking slow you move, you waddling ass motherfucker. It'll take you three hours to get my lunch. Yeah. And I can't wait that long. I'm a big boy. 
And also, oh like, God. no. Do you not remember what fucking happened yesterday with your fucking chili <laughs> churro ass? <laughs> that is <sighs> fucking foul. That is disgusting. Oh, God. It's like, oh. oh He's like, it, you know, it's funny because, like, it's, it's he and I, the owner, and then, like, two other women. And then there's two women mm-hmm. who work there part time. And uh mm-hmm. like the other two women who work there, like they they love me. They are like mm. re- they find him revolting. <laughs> like you can see like them physically recoil in his presence. <laughs> That's awesome. And he gets like I know we joke about this with you and I, he gets so sweaty. <laughs> like from like the, the like the least amount of exertion. Like this motherfucker is like 10 years younger than me. I mean, he's, he's, he's fatter and, uh, like, so like, we'll be like lifting this heavy stuff and doing stuff like that. And like, listen, I'm not in great shape, but like, I can, I can do that. Like, it's not a big deal or whatever. Like he needs to stop all the time. And he's just like pouring sweat down his face. He's like, (gasps) (gasps) and then, you know, like as soon as he gets done with that, instead of like learning his lesson and like having some water and sitting down, he's going to go get like a fucking you know, like Mountain Dew butthole blast and like eight <laughs> pounds of fucking Costco chili and then he's going to fucking shit himself. <laughs> Jeez, dude. That's like, that's disgusting. Yeah, you know, I would say that like, I, when you when you eat like that, you're going to feel like fucking shit. Like, oh, that's, yeah. what, that's what happens. And so, I mean, I'm not some sort of health expert or anything or... But, you know, eating this week, I made an actual conscious effort to eat real, like, whole foods and not eat, you know, fucking garbage for breakfast. Uh-huh. And I felt great. I had so much energy and I didn't feel like, you know, fucking World War II in my bowels, you know? Here, Here's the problem, though, with eating, like, healthy all the time. It, um, it makes you gay. <laughs> I will say it was pretty boring. Yes. Uh, the food was boring and vegetables absolutely do not fucking fill you up. I know they always try and tell you that vegetables will fill you up, but that's yeah. an absolute fucking lie. That is an outright lie. Vegetables do not fill you up. They are disgusting and they're boring. That's like, that's like the total like vegan line. They're like, dude, why would you eat a quarter pounder of cheese when you can eat 62 lima beans? <laughs> I'm like, cause it's 62 disgusting. lima beans, you fucking bitch. I want to eat that well, fucking shit. There's like some some like graphic thing that I've seen where it's like a like a stomach, a picture of a stomach, and it's like, here's how much vegetables you need to eat in order to feel full, and here's how much like you know cookies you need to eat, and you need to eat a fucking lot of vegetables in order to feel full. And yeah. I'm not gonna sit around eating like 80 cucumbers all day and be like, ooh, fucking health, you know? Yeah, who has time for that? Like, I can't afford, I don't have time to eat healthy. It takes 12 hours a day to eat that many vegetables. Mm-hmm. I think we should just all stop eating yeah. whole foods. Like, hey, can you uh, can you come in for this meeting? I'll be like, I can't, dude. I gotta eat 48,000 more garbanzo beans or I'm not gonna get my fucking daily amount of vitamins. Mm. Sad. Fucking. It's fucking bullshit. So people are so weird about food. We've probably talked about this before. So like you could literally like you could go on Twitter mm-hmm. and be like President Trump is a war criminal who should be murdered in the streets. <laughs> and people will be like, yeah, you know. 
Maybe he is, maybe he's not. We could have like a debate about that. If yeah. you post like a sandwich on Twitter and you're like, this is the, probably one of the best types of sandwiches, people will be like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Like I posted, <laughs> like I went to like this um sandwich place yesterday and it's like hard to find good, like sort of Northern style sandwich places in the South. So like there's like yeah. this one place owned by like a Jersey transplant guy and it's good. And like their signature sandwich is just, Ham, Genoa mm-hmm. salami, and the fresh mozzarella cheese that they make in house, and they make their own bread in house too. So he's like, he's like, you got to try this, and and like it's just called whatever, like something, something, something. That's it, a hundred year tradition, and that's yeah. how you're supposed to get it. You're not supposed to put anything on it except they'll allow you to put like red peppers on it. But so like, I got that sandwich. I posted a picture of it, and mm-hmm. I got like eighty fucking responses and mm-hmm. like i looked this morning and like sixteen thousand people had had some type of engagement with that tweet and like fifty-five thousand people had looked at a picture of that sandwich yeah like, what the fuck dude like <laughs> i'm still getting fucking notifications about my fucking sandwich and like, were people upset by the sandwich some people liked the sandwich some people were very supportive of my sandwich other people um, said that it looked like there were marshmallows on top of the meat. Some people <laughs> asked me if it was cum. Other people said that it was globs of mayonnaise. Like there mm-hmm. was, there was a lot of, there were a lot of theories, a lot of speculation yeah. about uh-huh. the sandwich. Yeah. But listen, motherfuckers, you fucking pieces of shit. It's a hundred year tradition. Hundred no. year tradition. Why would you disrespect a hundred year tradition? Of the good sandwich. That's what I'm asking. Those fucking bitch babies. Gotta That's what I'm saying. Hundred year tradition. Mm-hmm. A hundred fucking year tradition of people talking shit about my fucking lunch. Do you think um, in like four years, like when you're dead and stuff, they're going to have that tweet like hanging in the Smithsonian? Hmm. <laughs> Well, I, first, I'd like to thank was, you for hoping that I'll be dead by then. <laughs> I was gonna go with I was gonna go with uh, like forty five, but I thought, no, no, how no funny would it be if there's I? There's no way I'm gonna live forty five more years. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't think any man in my family has lived past sixty five. Oh, jeez. So like, yeah, like if 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 I'm alive in thirty years, I would be fucking shocked. Like, really? Oh man. Oh yeah, I got you punished. know, M- Maddie, Maddie. All you have is your health. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Grandma <laughs> Maggie. I think uh, a lot of people in my family lived pretty long. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I've probably got a good another 60 years at least. The, so. the women in my family live a long time, but not the men. Uh, so like my grandmother will probably be 150 years old alive. Yeah. Going if I could just live to see my son collect social security. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've moved on from. She just wanted to see me graduate high school and now she just hopes that I'll live long enough to collect some some pension money from the federal oh, yeah. government. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna die extremely soon. Hopefully possibly next Tuesday. <laughs> no. Although I just I just got new uh, speakers. Mm, tell me about that. 
I got a pair of Canto U2 powered monitor bookshelf speakers. Canto is a Canadian company. Is Canadian? So oh, you fucking piece of shit, Margaret! Don't you fucking do not fucking say shit about Canada on the fucking podcast. You fuck. You're fucking collecting fucking snickerdoodles for Mexican orphans, and you have the fucking gall <laughs> to fucking shit on the noble people of the peaceful nation of Canada. Mm. Fucking pissed off at you right now. I swear to God, I'd throw you out the fucking window if I could. But anyway, I am uh, I'm running my Canto YouTube speakers with You're my. Them? I'm running them. Not renting them. my fuck. What the? Where the fuck do you rent speakers? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Rent a center. That's to uh, what? Who's who's the guy from ESPN who's on the rent a center commercials who tells you to? I don't know. I don't know about that shit because I'm not poor. So please don't ask me about. <laughs> it gives me more diarrhea. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> You're fucking stressing me out, Margaret. You're gonna get a boyfriend. You're fucking talking about renting shit. This is not. This is not the life here. I would have chosen for either of us. <laughs> 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 so anyway, so I'm running my speakers through my shit full of two mm -hmm. DAC. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, it sounds fucking phenomenal. I listened to a beautiful 1973 so Eyes of the World today, and it was. Fucking outstanding. That is obscenely boring to me. I find uh, I, I have tried. I, I will. I will try to justify what I just said, right. and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm going to get a lot of hate. For You're going to get a lot of hate for me. Don't yes, worry about the audience. You got to deal with me, motherfucker. I have tried really hard to get into seventy-three Grateful Dead. And I just don't. It's not interesting to me. So I, I there's something about the Grateful Dead that, like, some some eras are just not even. They just are noise. So, like, what eras do you find interesting? Like, when you do listen, how often do you? Because we never really talked about this. How often yeah. do you actually listen to the Grateful Dead as opposed to Fish or Umphreys McGee? God fucking help us all. I don't listen to Umphreys McGee. Oh, that reminds me. I have to cancel my Nugsnet thing because I have I signed up for a free trial and I don't have money to pay them fucking thirteen dollars <laughs> a month. Um, nowadays it's actually really rare that I will listen to the Grateful Dead. I have not listened to them in a very long time. Like I won't just sit down and like listen to a Dead show. It's mostly Fish and some sort of jazz music. Um, so yeah, I. It's 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 been a long time since I've been into the dead. I mean, I will always be a fan of the dead, and I have you know, I think being able to talk to people about it is a cool thing. But I won't say like, oh yeah, I listen to a great fucking this you know every day in the chat. Hey fam, listening to a fantastic you know 1973 fucking Bertha or whatever, and people are like, I just jizzed my pants because this is so good like to me that's just nothing you bertha know? is a nah. bertha's just an average little first the... set song and that's true that's true i think that was a bad example to go but i but, I, 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 will say, I remember the first time the first time i listened to bertha on 
um, Skull and Roses, I mm-hmm. was like blown away. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then, you know, the Not Fade Away and uh, that's some good shit. But yes, if I'm going to listen to the dead, I will okay. listen to like late sixties stuff. Like I really love like that's that's clearly the worst era of the dead, by the way. <laughs> Fine. I, I I like um I like Vince. I like the trumpet. Don't horn. <laughs> don't fucking trigger me, motherfucker. I will <laughs> I will get very fucking upset. Well, since this episode has been pretty boring anyway, let's just talk about jam bands since nobody's going to fucking listen. So, um, like, when you listen to um, Fish, yeah, like, what? Because this is something that, that makes me crazy. And obviously, like, I'm older than you guys. But, like, to mm-hmm. me, like, I understand there's, like, a certain amount of subjectivity and taste. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the, the 1.0 era, if you will, yeah. of Fish to me is so objectively better than all of the other eras by like by such a tremendous margin that like it's hard for me i understand i guess because some of these people went to these shows because like sort of like the sense memory of listening to a show that you went to is like really is actually pretty fucking awesome but like Mm -hmm. i i can't fathom like when i see some of our friends online they're like oh yeah man listening to a (laughs) 2009 blah 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 and i'm like you're what yeah 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 like do you realize that you could listen to a show that isn't from 2009 instead (laughs) yeah oh i completely agree and for a while i was like oh man 3.0 is so fucking good like like they're just doing i i will say like last summer obviously was some of the greatest shit that i think they've played in a long long time it was it was it was the best they've played i think in, in a long time. I agree with that. The, the, a lot of the MSG shows were really yeah. good, although a couple of them were fucking awful. And yeah. all the shows before MSG, mm. well, there was only a couple, were fucking terrible. Like, the Wrigley Field shows were so fucking god-awful that I couldn't you even fucking listen. They were so bad. Really? Like, they were like... I got to turn this off bad. Like normally I can at least like kind of get through it, but I was like, Jesus fuck. This is terrible. And like a couple of the nights of dicks I thought were pretty shitty too. I know like you were there and that was, yeah. So that was probably super fun for you, but like they were not good. Yeah. I will say, um, I think that night two of dicks was like, not that great. Uh, in terms of like song choice, it was you know, and, and in terms of like jamming, night one was insane. Like it was just it was. A, yeah, I remember one of the nights was really good. I, I I think it was night one because they they were really really something was there. They were on point, but even then it was all um it was all those bliss jams and like those are good, but only once in a while, you know, like if every fucking thing. I I will say this. Something that I noticed when I saw them in 2015, when mm-hmm. I basically didn't know anything about them, I knew very little. I had only really listened to like their studio stuff and was more into like their early work. Mm-hmm. And listening to them play, a lot of the jams sounded really forced. And they were just like, okay, let's just get through the song, like just so we can get to a part where we can jam instead of yes. like, really letting it build naturally. And I didn't like that. I thought, I mean, some of it was great and I had an amazing time, but I will say that 
especially nowadays, it sounds like they just want to get straight into a jam and they don't really they're kind of losing and all the jams sound the same and you could you could put them with any song like they they have no they have no thematic tie to the original song almost ever agree yeah and that's why i think they're getting a little boring i mean not to say that they're bad but it's just there doesn't sound like there's a lot it doesn't sound like there's a lot of it's variety in like nowadays yeah like you have to kind of like i feel like if you're talking to people like you shouldn't have to if they know you and like you like you shouldn't have to like disclaim everything yeah. like i do understand that like they're exceptionally talented musicians they're still doing like impressive work on a night to night basis and like oh yeah you know considering how long they've been at it and stuff like that mm-hmm. but like their best days of creativity are so far gone and like yeah. the, the thing that is hard for me for fish and i mean listen i i devoted you know, a, a pretty significant portion of my life to them in my youth. And I mean, I loved it more than anything, but um, yeah. I, mean, I used to skip or, and listen, they were terrible back then, but I mean like in 94 and 95, like I skipped a lot of dead shows to go to fish shows yeah. instead. And I still don't yeah. regret that because those dead shows I've listened to them on tape. They're <laughs> fucking awful. And those were the best fish shows ever. Yeah. So like the, the problem with fish to me, and and one of the things when they were new on the scene, which people criticize them about, is that their music is pretty fucking soulless. Like there, there's oh yeah, there's very little heart in it. Like lyrically, it's just it's nonsense. It's fucking awful most of the time. Like there are some songs that get to me, although even like the ones like are like something like backwards down the number line. Like it's childlike lyrics, but there's something about it that I find extremely mm. compelling. Yeah. Um, you know, just like sort of the simple thought behind it. But like, you know, Karini, which is a fucking terrible <laughs> song, by the way. And I it sucks so bad that yeah. that's become like a staple second set song. But because it's so fucking bad. But like it it's used to be song. so like I guess like the early fish, the reason that I like it is that the more frenetic, like inspi- the the playing was inspired to me in terms of effort, like the intensity. And that yeah. covered up that that intensity, yeah, sort of made up for like the complete and utter like lack of soul and lyrical depth. Like now right. you have like none of that um, intensity, and mm-hmm. you have even worse songs. Like the new songs are so bad, and they're so bad. Setless choice. So like Fuego is actually a pretty good album, but like pretty much everything off fucking Party Time. You know, and joy? like, oh, I like Joy actually. <laughs> but, party, um, wait, is there I'm, an album called Party Time? Oh, it's Party Time on Joy. I get my fucking brain fucked. I apologize. I'm fucked it's up. Fine. It's fine. But, um, fine. and then, like, I mean, God, Big Boat is so, so fucking bad. bad. So like, bad. that album should be illegal, honestly. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so, like, I'm just like, you know, I guess. You, you, there has to be, I suppose, like to want to do it and like to want to like sort of devote yourself to going to see them. I guess like I would probably be the same way maybe if I was younger. Like there has to be like a certain amount of suspension of disbelief. Like, no, nah, man, this is still like really fucking awesome. But like yeah. it's, it's not like it's not good. <laughs> like I can listen to like Eras of the Dead and be like, this isn't good. Like, yeah. and part of it was, you know, a lot of it was because Jerry was a mess. Like, 
it was technically yeah. bad too. Like he couldn't play anymore. Trey can't play nearly right. as well anymore as he used to. It's clear they don't practice like they used to. Mm-hmm. You know, they fuck yeah, up yeah, a yeah. lot more. Um, but like, I, I don't know. I just like it, it, it's hard for me to understand like the reverence for modern fish and even like the notion. Not even that it's as good as like the old stuff. The notion that they even deserve to be talked about in the same way is like something that I can't conceive of. And like, I'm super glad, by the way, that people still enjoy it. Like, that's awesome for them. Anyone who like earnestly likes it, and I know a ton of these people do, like, I'm so happy for them. I want them to keep liking it. But like, when I'm having like an honest discussion with my friends or with you or whatever, like, I I literally can't understand it because I think it's, it's bad. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, and it's just like, like for me, the reason that, you know, I want to go to shows so badly is so that it's not, I don't really care that much about the music. I mean, I care about the music. It's an experience and, and it's not an experience unless you bring someone along. And, you know, sorry. Um, And, you know, it's, it's it's more like I want to meet other people who are like me and, you know, just like finally be around like a crowd of people who I know we all have the same interests. Like, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. And there will be like even at a modern show, like there will still be. I mean, I've seen a few, you know, I still go here and there and um, there will still be like a handful of moments that will be like very powerful, like personally, mm-hmm. you know, like a certain you'll hear like a certain section of notes or a particular song still that you like and you'll be there and you'll look over at your friend or whatever. So like, I mean, that's part of it too, is I, I I understand the going a lot because like you can still have like, you know, if, if I go to a fish show with Wangs or something like that, like I don't doubt or, or you or Nate, like that, that there would be like a couple of like really magical moments like during that show but yeah. I, I don't want to fucking listen to that shit by choice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I could listen yeah. to like fucking all of 92, 93, 94. And it's like, God, I don't want to, f- you know, if you make me See, listen to sand, that. I'm going to fucking kill myself. Yeah, sand is pretty boring. It's sand is so um, bad. And light is so bad. And oh, they, so uh, I will say being able to say that I, you know, got to dance to, and even then, like it wasn't very good. But night two, they played Mike's song. Hell yeah! I think Winter Queen, like one of the new songs. Yeah, why would you do that? And I actually, I remember that I was because I was raging with Trey's kids that night. Yeah, his two daughters, and I, the one older daughter had disappeared at some point, but the younger one was really into it, and she was closer to my age, and. She fucking sat down when they started playing Winter Queen. And she didn't sit down. She did not sit down at all the whole night. Like, like she's she fucking got on the ground. She's like, I, I don't know what she said. If she said that she didn't like the song, but she she was raging the whole night. And during Winter Queen, she sat down and I sat down with her. I was like, I can't fucking do this. I, like, I just think just... they're I just think they're bored of each other. But like, yeah. Because like the like the Trey acoustic shows were like inspired. Like he was incredibly animated yeah. and like they were really fun. Like there was like a different it's not the same type of playing, obviously, but like you could tell he was really into it. Yeah. And he's not into it the same way, like when they're playing now. Like you could tell, like he loves playing with his band. Right. 
who also that like that should be illegal. Like the Trey Anastasio band should so be bad. it should be the Trey Anastasio band B A N N E D because <laughs> they should be banned from playing live. It's so bad. Like please, <laughs> Trey. I know you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Please break up the Trey Anastasio band. Please. And never ever play with them again. But you know who is really good is Mike Gordon's band. Mike, the Mike Gordon they band is really, really good. They fucking jam, and you can tell that Mike has a good time playing with them, and he is gen like that. Sort of gives me a little bit of hope because you can, I, I definitely got like a feeling on the last night of Dicks last year that they just like something was wrong. They were mad at each other, or they were tired, or just bored, or whatever. And um, you know, they. Maybe Mike is, you know, trying to focus or whatever, but he just looks so bored when he plays with Fish. Yeah. And, uh, but, but it was like kind of refreshing to see him having a really, really, really good time playing with the Mike Gordon band. And it's, uh, it's the natural evolution of things. I mean, you've been doing the same stuff with the same guys now for literally yeah. 30 years. Look like at this whole at, adult life. Your whole adult life. And and like the yeah. truth is, is that if you look at pretty much any musical artist, their best stuff, it doesn't necessarily have to be like their first album or so. Like a lot of bands never necessarily match the greatness of their first album. Like they had one amazing story to tell, and they could mm -hmm. never recapture that yeah. that level after. But like most bands have like a, a, a brief creative period in the beginning mm -hmm. some stuff afterwards that's not good sometimes they find their stride like the the fame and the drugs and the money and all the stuff it causes like you know you get like sort of some perspective from this and then it's like okay albums four five and six absolutely sucked ass then seven and eight are great and then they're never good again really after that as well so i mean like fish has already had their most creative era whether you like the playing now or not like they'll never be the intensity yeah. of emotion the the joy of the newness of it the the you know amazing thing of sort of like seeing something grow and how awesome that was like they'll never be that again yeah. it's, it's all old news now so you know i i think that that's natural so the only stuff that is probably interesting to all of them now is like to pursue their passion projects because you've got so much yeah. money and all this stuff like whatever they're taking what little free time they have left to do now they must mm -hmm. really really like it like you can tell trey loves tab it's just fucking bad and like mike loves his band and like they're really good and they're good although they weren't yeah, good yeah. for a long time like they got good in like the last two years like i've listened to a lot of mike shows and i'm like mm. But like yeah. 2017 and 2018, in terms of like his shows, yeah, really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like same thing, like the like the the Phil yeah, and Friends right. stuff in the wake of the Grateful Dead breaking up, like when Phil was like so lethargic with the Dead in his last years, mm -hmm. was like really fucking inspired. And you know now Phil's much much older, and he just doesn't have that anymore. You know so. It's still yeah. good, but it's a different kind of thing at a different kind of pace. Well, but I, I, I wonder if they if they feel like because even you know Bobby, you know, going out there with with Dead and Company is like, you know, he's playing he like he's been doing this for way longer than you know Fish, obviously, and and uh, 
Like he's still getting up there and playing the same songs that he was playing when he was, you know, 25. And like, I wonder if he's doing that because he feels a need to, to please people who still want to hear that stuff. Or is he doing it for himself? Well, the, the truth, the truth is, is that I think one of the reasons that the Grateful Dead had a number of great eras is because they changed members. I think you get stagnant. The reality is, is that if, let's say, if Keith had never died and the Grateful Dead played with the same with Keith from 1970, whatever, to 1990, I, I bet a lot of that stuff would have gotten boring in eras like you need something mm -hmm. to sort of change things up so like you know brent brought a different energy to the band bruce hornsby brought a different energy to the band you know even vince, vince you know like right. i hated vince but like you know it was a different like sort of energy so like they had interesting eras because mm -hmm. they found even if they were only for brief periods of time they found peaks within mm. each different lineup, even if that peak over the course of a decade only lasted two or three years. Mm. So like fish doesn't fish has had the same lineup the entire time. So like they haven't really been sort of forced to reinvent themselves. They can just kind of be on cruise control. Yeah. You know, but like, look at any yeah. artist, like what, what artist who is great at 25 is great at 50 like people like love let's see somebody who's like sort of iconic even as an older artist like neil young neil young yeah. hasn't made a good album in like 142 years <laughs> you know like fucking greendale and are you pat like his albums are so bad now like somebody like when he goes into the studio somebody should be like motherfucker go play with your trains because i want to hear you fucking <laughs> whine about fucking imperialism on a record one more fucking time you old piece of shit so yeah. like you know like it's, it's really you know, too bad you know? i i, like, I don't i don't think he's put out a, like silver and gold which came out 10 12 plus years ago you know that was like an, an acoustic album and there was like a couple good songs on it but like the reality is is that he hasn't made he literally hasn't made a good album since harvest moon which came out in 1992 and he's like still sort of this iconic <laughs> artist because he's passionate and like really into stuff and everything like that. But like he had like an incredibly creative period in the seventies. He like kind yeah. of went insane in the late seventies and eighties. Like trans is so I know Hilsey loves trans. It's honestly one of the worst albums ever made in history. <laughs> and like all that Neil Young and the Blue Note stuff is fucking terrible. I don't understand why anyone likes that. He had like a brief resurgence with Harvest Moon, but like yeah you know like for his long recording career like the, the vast majority of it sucks ass <laughs> i agree i think the same thing with i mean there are just there are a lot of bands that i would say most great bands aren't as good as probably everybody thinks that they are i love and ben fold he had same thing like four great albums hasn't made anything worthwhile in 15, 20 years. It's just, it's absolute fucking trash. The recent Avid Brothers albums are pretty fucking terrible. Mm. Um, you know, the recent Wilco albums, God knows they're fucking terrible. Um, like, that's just what happens, man. Like, you have your fucking, you have your good period, and then it's fucking terrible.
Mm-hmm. You get old and rich, think, uh, and you're you know you're more worried about doing coke you- with your trophy wife, and you don't write good songs anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't be upset if Fish uh, took a took another hiatus, or even just, you know, stopped all all together. Like, because it's not like they would be like going away, and you know, they it would sort of be like maybe a healthy end to what they've had for a while. But it wouldn't it wouldn't really upset me if they broke up. Well, you know, it's. I think you become like a prisoner of your own success and your own routine. Like, I think Fish is trapped in a little bit. Like, if you read, like, a book came out a couple years ago, and, like, people had always talked about it, but, like, you know, everyone in the Grateful Dead organization knew that Jerry Garcia was back on drugs, Mm. that touring was killing him, and Mm -hmm. that everything that was happening, sort of this machine that they had become, was grinding him into dust. Yeah. And they all somehow like people's jobs were at stake and families and everything like that. And I think those guys felt like a responsibility for it. Like the dead paid their roadies like way back then, even like a hundred grand a year. So you had like all these guys who like, don't get me wrong. Those guys loved them. Yeah. But, but difficult to separate that from your own personal needs. So it's like, if you'd asked any of those guys, like, man, do you love Jerry? Do you want Jerry to die? None of them wanted him to die, but there is like yeah. sort of like a like a a willful ignorance about sort of what the consequences of allowing that machine to continue forward did, and it killed him. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he listen. He he's obviously <laughs> very complicit in that, but like a lot of people wanted to stop, wanted to take a break, wanted to you know take a hiatus, and they basically kind of wouldn't let him you know and yeah. and that was probably the difference between i don't think he would have lived a long life but you know it 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 put him in his grave early and uh yeah i think fish is the same way like it's not going to put anyone in their grave but i think that you have all the people who work at fish dry goods and all the people on the road crew and all of that stuff and i think that's why they keep doing it because you can tell it, it is a passionless experience for them a lot like, you don't have mm-hmm. to look very hard to see that. But I think it's the same sort of thing. Like, I think they look around and they think, you know what? If I if we stop touring or if we tour less, this guy who feeds his family on the however many dollars a year he makes on our road crew, what's that guy going to do? Yeah. What's what's yeah. this girl who works at Dry Goods who I see every day who's nice to me? What What is she going to do? You know, and like all of that stuff. And so I think that like it's really hard. People don't really think about that part of the business. But I think it's really hard for these musicians who tour a lot and have sort of created an economy around their their live touring schedule. Even though Mm -hmm. Fish does a lot less than they used to. Like if they stop touring, like a a shit ton of people would lose their fucking jobs. And their jobs that are like, you could be on someone else's road crew, but I guarantee these people have been with Fish a long time. Like are making far more money for the jobs that they do than they could ever make anywhere else, you know, because they were sort of with them from the beginning when they had no fucking money and now all those guys are rich. And so it's like the least you can do is pay the guy who fucking unloads the tractor trailer for the last 30 years, 90 grand a year or something like that. But like the reality is, is that that's like a $15 an hour job for like everyone else, you know? 
So I don't yeah. think they I don't think they want to put those people in those spots, and so they just kind of continue this slow grind because it's like the path of least resistance in in a lot of ways. Yeah, which is sad. That was really deep. What I just said. Yeah. Yeah. Margaret, what do you think about? <laughs> well, I think yeah. yeah. I sound think like it, um, sound like one of the Budweiser frogs, motherfucker. Yeah. What's a Budweiser frog? Uh, don't even. You don't know anything. Sometimes <laughs> I forget that you're fucking nine years old and you don't know a goddamn thing about fucking anything. Jesus Christ. I'll <laughs> be fucking pissed off now, Margaret. Is... Oh my God. What the hell? I can't believe you don't know what the fucking Budweiser frogs are. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can you hear that? No. You have headphones on, dumbass. I can't hear anything from your computer unless you say <laughs> it to the mic. Do you not understand how this fucking works? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Are you listening to the Budweiser Frogs right now, you fucking piece of shit? <laughs> what the hell? That was so stupid. Yeah, I was listening to it. Oh, my Bud. God. <laughs> That was dumb. Blood. You're fucking Blood. dumb. Don't yeah. make fun of the Budweiser frogs. <laughs> fucking rich piece of shit. Here, I, drew this. I drew this for you. Just uh, so everyone knows, Maggie just held up a piece of sketch paper that was beautifully decorated that says Maddie is gay. <laughs> That's yeah. fucked up. Um, I think this was definitely our worst podcast. Mm -hmm. I think this was absolute trash. I'm just going to say. Uh, I hope this doesn't offend, and I hope you don't disagree. Um, uh, you you really couldn't hear the Budweiser frogs. How do I make it so that you can hear it? Let's hey, let's not do that because then it'll create <laughs> echo. Ooh, but, I think that would be funny uh, though. Do that, I will swear to God, I'll come through that fucking screen and <laughs> put you off your chair. Oh my God. Um. Uh, that's going to be my new favorite thing, the Budweiser frogs. So can I say, by the way, this is, um, I can tell that I've reached like a certain point in my life because like I want to spend like money on weird things. Okay. Like, well, I guess like at a certain like point, like because I'm not like young anymore, I've like acquired like a lot of things, I guess. So, like, you don't need to buy certain things anymore. So, like, I've been looking at, like, $500 office chairs, like, computer chairs, because I want something that's, like, comfortable for my back and stuff like that. And, like, that just uh -huh. feels good since I have to sit in it all day. Uh-huh. So, I don't know what you were saying that reminded me of that for whatever reason, but, like, I think I'm going to buy an expensive um, computer Is chair. Is it because I keep going like this? I don't know. Hmm. I'm also well, going to buy a new uh, deck. I'm going to buy some new other equipment. Oh, buy man. a new deck, like for your house. Deck, DAC, digital, the analog converter. Ooh, I just oh, I just ripped ass. I don't know if you could hear that, and it smells <laughs> terrible. I was worried. Holy like, shit. <laughs> look at that. So funny. Like you're like you're like scrunching up your face, like you fucking smelled it somehow. Oh god, it smells <laughs> bad. Oh, 
Ah, it smells like a bodega. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a laundromat bodega. Uh, I was I wasn't sure. Like I was worried that we might only be able to do like twenty or thirty minutes of podcast today because I might mm-hmm. have to have diarrhea. Is that Rain Wilson? Yeah. Not funny. Also, by the it's, way, uh, I here's an unpopular opinion. I think The Office is a fucking stupid show, and I don't think it's funny show. at all. Thirty Rock was a it's stupid show. Funny. Parks and Rec was a stupid show. I Thirty guess Rock was pretty funny. Parks and Rec, funny. the first four, the first like four seasons of Parks and Rec were actually really funny, and I enjoyed them. But after people, that, it sucked. The Office who, sucks. People who really enjoy or like spend a lot of time talking about like network situation comedies are literally like the worst and stupidest mm. people on earth. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, this piece of corporate comedy was revolutionary. You fucking stupid pieces of shit. You fucking uh, asshole. You fucking cocksuckers. It was fucking stupid. Fuck you. All right, no, please, Margaret, stop making Rain Wilson make out with it. <laughs> you cannot have a boyfriend. You cannot have the bobbleheads kiss. You are... <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know why I fucking talked to you. I'm canceling this podcast. This podcast um, is canceled. I'm bringing back the jam. I want to have it be the jam band racist again, and people really hate that name. I think it's funny. It's the most awesome name that ever was. Why does everyone hate really racism? <laughs> I, uh, that's fucked up. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything about that. I'm not. I'm not. Um, Why can't I be the jam band racist? I mean, I I haven't actually listened to that many of the jam band racist episodes. I think I listened to maybe. Well, I have to change it because iTunes doesn't let you call it the Jam Band Racist. That's why I changed it to the Prep School Hippies. You can't have racist in the title of your podcast on Apple. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I thought. See, here's the thing, though, is I thought that that podcast was really, really funny, and I, I think that this podcast is extremely unfunny, and I want to do something to make it so that I can be at that same level as the prep school hippie slash jam band racist. Who was the guy that you had on your show with you? Randall. I love Randall. Who is? But people who always, is he? Dude, people always complain. Randall is like a friend, someone I met in real life from Twitter. Oh. And like I talked to Randall like almost every day like we still we text about music and stuff like that like it's really like it's 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 difficult what's to his, be honest at? who is what's his name on twitter does he have twitter uh, anymore she dog it's c-h-i-i-i dog okay he used to be chill dog and now he's chi dog okay I, think but got, I, thought it, I thought it was that guy um vegetable farmer or whoever he, that is he was on a lot too brandon i love brandon too so, so like, so like, it's it's difficult, like, try, sort of mm-hmm. finding the right vibe for a podcast because, like, I really enjoy doing this. I think this is pretty funny most of the time. It wasn't that funny today, maybe, but it's sometimes it's hard to tell. Sometimes you'll listen back and you'll be like, "Oh, it was funny actually." It's it's very difficult to tell while you're doing it, but mm-hmm. um, like, it was it was super funny with Randall, but like, and like we give each other shit, but like. I actually think I like Randall too much. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's more funny when there's a little bit of tension, even if it's like mm-hmm. not 
particularly deep or real, like between the two people. And I don't, I don't like making fun of Randall. Like I love Randall. It's, I don't really like making fun of you either. Like I love giving you like shit, but like, I think it's hard sometimes because like you're young and I feel like sort of paternal about you. So like, it's like the same sort of thing, like that vibe. It's like, I'm not going to fucking shit on you. You know what I mean? And I don't, you don't necessarily have to do that, but like, it's weird. And like, I'm not going to talk about certain things with you. Cause I feel like, you know, like certain things wouldn't be appropriate to discuss and different things like that. So like, right. it's hard. Like when I did the thing with Randall, like people would complain that Randall didn't talk enough. And then like, oh. they, they always have like some complaint about mm -hmm. something. Well, like, you're never going to please everybody. People are people are never pleased. Well, the truth is, and it's one of the reasons I, I quit doing it with Randall, is that I, I'm busy. You know, like, it's hard. I'm having a very difficult time right now, to be perfectly honest with you, because I'm working so much at such a frenetic pace. Like, I've been, like, sort of joking mm -hmm. about it because it helps me deal with it. But, like, I'm killing myself right now. Like, I am literally grinding myself into dust. I am perpetually exhausted like i've never felt so tired in my life like i am operating at the maximum of my physical and mental ability and i am stressed out and so like i don't have the time to put into any podcast like to make it great i don't want to spend an hour editing it and cutting mm. intro music to it and bits and stuff like that like i just want to kind of be able to talk and go and like i don't have time yeah. to like i used to like make an effort like i would write stuff and different things like that now like if i have an idea i will with you but it's like i just don't feel like i have time to do anything anymore and so like i i feel like no matter what we do it'll never be like great because like that really requires work like you can't just i mean it's funny to laugh about podcasts and stuff because they're all fucking stupid and i don't really like any of them to be honest with you. The only one I ever liked was like that no goals one. And it's because they were real life um, friends. Like that was like a unique mm -hmm. vibe. I thought is that these people had like a 20 yeah. year history together of like doing shit and getting drunk in high school and them puking together <laughs> and stuff like that. Like it, it's something that none of the other ones really have, but like the mm. towns of the world and stuff like that. It's fucking stupid. I don't understand why anyone gives a shit about any of that. And um, do you listen to that? Do you listen to that Pod Save America shit? No, it's fucking terrible. I, to, like, <laughs> I don't listen of, to it either. That's I don't... fucking stupid. I don't understand why anyone likes anything. That's like a weird thing too. Is that like, <laughs> I guess like people think like I'm a funny person or whatever, but like I don't find anything funny. Like nothing is funny no. to me except like the most fucked up stuff. That doesn't make any sense. Is this fucked up? But, is this fucked up. All right, this pod, this podcast is over. <laughs> Margaret, don't ever fucking do that to me again, you fuck. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone. I don't think we ever announced this. This was episode five of the Maddie and Maggie show. We had mm -hmm. a long and uh, not very interesting discussion about fish, about diarrhea, yeah. about eating too much bacon. There's a lot <laughs> going on this week. We had a lot of topics, a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions. Maggie mm -hmm. is not allowed to have a boyfriend. Nope. So uh, we got a lot going on. And uh, with that said, thank you everyone mm -hmm. for listening. And uh, we'll see you soon on episode six. Bye.